Welcome to the Indie Author Max podcast. Join me and my friends as I journey from amateur writer to published author. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the bullwhip crack like this. Let's begin now. Hello everybody and welcome to the March 2022 episode of the Indie Author Max podcast. I'm Matt Oates, aka Indie Author Max Victor. Today I'll be talking to a friend of mine called Liv Evans uh, and she is a a writer of sci-fi and dystopian fiction Um, and we talk a little bit about how her and her husband um, turned what started out as being some some blogs um, and then rewriting that into a three-part trilogy of novels. We also talk about the importance of writing for yourself first and not being worried about what other th- people are going to think about your writing. Now, Liv and I met through uh, a group that I've talked to you about before, about um, a group of independent Australian authors that have come together uh, to do a couple of giveaways and things like that. Um, And coming up next month, we will actually be doing a a virtual uh, book fair and signing, and I'll keep you posted more about that as that date gets closer. In my personal updates about my writing, uh, this week I just achieved 80,000 words uh, for book two, Hearts and Diamonds. Um, and that was that was actually originally the about the length I thought that Hearts and Diamonds would be, and it's it's very very close to having that that first draft finished. Um, I've also been doing some book signings and sales at at a local market, um, and that was that was really fun to sort of get out and meet some people and talk to them about about my book, and um, made a few sales of, of the book, so that was that was exciting too. And in other exciting news, um, another bookshop has picked up Cinder and Black and is, is selling it now. So that's uh, an online store called Black Veil Bookshop. So that's exciting as well to have that at another place that people can, can find it. Now something just a little bit different before we get into the interview today. Uh, if anyone listening has any questions they'd like me to discuss on the show or any topics they'd like me to talk about, um, just asking that you yeah, send me a, an email on maxvictorbooks at gmail.com. Uh, remember, that's max with a double X. And here's the interview. Hi, Liv. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me here, Max. It was lovely that you reached out. That's okay. Um, so the way I start off the, most of these is, um, yeah, give you a bit of an opportunity to tell us a bit about yourself and your books. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess trying to sum it up um, quickly, um, my name is Liv. I work under a pen name, but I am 33. I live in Sydney. I've got two kids at home um, and I also do a lot of craft. So if I'm not like reading or writing, I'm buried in knitting or sewing or something else like that. Yep. Um, and, and your books. So what books have you got out at the moment? So I've got one standalone called The Code of Us, which is a sci-fi romance kind of thing. Yep. Um, bit of a short one, but it explores stuff like ethics and AI um, and just 
you know, kind of relationship struggles um, that adults go through, um, you know, as they're trying to make a life together. Um, yep. And I've also got a dystopian series called The Derivates Rising. Um, so books one and two of that are out at the moment. Um, kind of a dystopian society where you've got people who live underground. They've also got superpowers. Um, yep. And then you've got a controlling government above ground who also use some of the people with superpowers, um, you know, kind of a bit like slaves, just use them for law enforcement and um, security like and that. stuff like that too. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll have to have a look at that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so how how long did it take you to write your first book, do you think? The first one, it, it was interesting because it started out initially as um, something that I co-wrote with my husband. Yep. Um, in a series, we, we formatted it kind of like um, um, discussion forums initially. Um, yeah. So then that took, I don't know, we did that over the space of a year. And then I just let it sit for ages because we finished it. And I thought there was so much that we wanted to add into it. And we had a look at it and we're like, oh, it could be a three book trilogy. Yeah. Um, and then my husband's like, no, I don't want to do it because he was only writing because I was like, write with me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just chatted to him and I'm like, I think I want to make it into something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. So um, I think I decided once I kind of took a bit of a break from it, I decided to pick it up for NaNoWriMo. Yeah. Um, so I got the first 50K done in that space of a month. And then yep. I think I got the the rest of it kind of finished over the next kind of three or four months. Okay. Um, yeah. But I already had it kind of in some ways pre-written. It was just about rewriting it and fleshing it out a little more. Yeah. Was it something you sort of been working on little bits and pieces for for a while and you had it mostly there? Is that? Yeah, because we because we already wrote the the kind of forumy blog posty style version yep. of it. Um, and it was just about, okay, what do we need um, to, to flesh it out and to basically just give the whole thing a bit more depth? Um, and so it was trying to figure out how to split it up into three yep. and then adding enough into each to keep the consistency and to, to kind of increase the world building and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and is that that's published under your name or both your names? Um, so that's published under my name. I was talking to my husband about it and he's like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he um, he kind of, he's very heavily involved. I would always, you know, as soon as I finished the draft, I'm like, here, read this. Um, yeah. And one of the characters, so it, it's two perspectives. It's a female and a male main characters. Yeah. Um, and so he initially wrote the male main character's perspective. And so every time... <clears throat> when I was writing in the novel where I would kind of veer off, he would be yeah. like, uh-uh, Scraps wouldn't say that or he wouldn't do that or he's too emotional, stop making him so emotional. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's um, he's been really great kind of um, stepping in and, and helping out with, you know, the the beta reading side of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and do you, do you read the same sort of books as each other? Generally, yes, actually. So we're both super nerdy. Um, yeah. So, you know, any kind of sci-fi or superhero stuff or fantasy stuff um yeah so when it comes to the books same thing he doesn't read yeah. quite as much as I do but yeah. um same interests and and on the same page about a lot of our opinions about things too okay yeah yeah so my my wife um like she, she reads a lot she reads a lot of different things but she's not really into what I'm writing or I'm reading so she she's kind of along the way I've gone no no I'll read it then I'll read it at the end. But, yeah I've sort of I've tried out on my kids like I've got two two teenage boys mm -hmm. that are into the same sort of thing as me so they're oh, cool. yeah, I try it out on them and that's you know I'm writing um you know 
teen young adult fiction stuff anyway, mm. so it's better to try it out on them. But you know, so <laughs> she she's only just you know my wife's only just read my book now after it's it's finished anyway because um, you know it, it's it's getting an opinion from someone at the very end was actually really useful. So mm. <laughs> yeah, um, so also. Um, You've, you've written a few books now. Um, you've got, you know, you've worked on some things with your husband. Um, what what would be some advice that you would give to, to other people that are, are wanting to become published authors? I think for me there's kind of two main things I think of when this question comes up. Um, the first one is just do it. Like, you know, you can sit on a project for so long and you can go over it until it's perfect and it will never be perfect, or at least, you know, for most people yeah. I've spoken to and for myself. Like I can reread over The Hub, which is the book I just published in November, I think it was. And I would want to change so much of it, whether (laughs) not necessarily the story, but the wording, I would change the wording of probably every sentence in that if I looked at it now. Yes. Um, So at some point you got to kind of, I heard this saying, like you got to kick it out of home and it's got to make its own money at some point. Yes. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think that's the first one. Um, And the second one is, look, everyone's got opinions and there are going to be people that hate it no matter what you do. Um, yeah. And I think for me, I kind of write for myself first. Um, and then, you know, if people come along and they're like, I don't like this bit, I don't like that bit. I'm like, that's okay. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. you don't have to love everything. And the fact that they're just devoting any time to it at all, that's a win for me. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I sort of think about that too, is that, yeah, there's, there's not everybody likes the same thing so not everybody is mm. going to like your book and it's it's nothing personal it's just that's not their cup of tea so yeah exactly yeah um you know, um you, are you ready to give up your day job yet you're making bucket loads of money out of your writing <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> you know at this point even breaking even would be nice yeah. um i think one of the things that for me is I'm nowhere near ready to give up my day job because I only just got my dream job last year um, and I'm absolutely loving it. So for me, it's going to be working full time and writing as a side thing for, I don't know, the foreseeable future. And I'm okay with that as well because I love what I do. Um, I think the most I'd ever do is probably go part time. But yeah, um, yeah, but until you know a point where the writing becomes viable <laughs> as a you know secondary source of income. But yeah. Um, not at this point. I'm just glad to have that kind of outlet because I'm not too creative in my day job. So yeah. it's nice being able to come home and to just escape into the stories and the worlds and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So at the moment, it's 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 something to to do as a bit of a hobby. Um, but it hopefully, like you said, you're not even breaking even yet. You don't think? No, no. And I think because I was really excited and like I spent a fair bit on cover design um, yeah. and editing and. You know, it's all it's all quite expensive, um, yes. and you know, rightfully so because you know they do an amazing job, um, and yes. it's something I definitely can't do for myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for me, I'm kind of, I this is probably where my downfall is though. I, I'm viewing it as kind of a hobby and as a, an interest to share with people. Yeah. Um, because yeah. if I get too caught up in in the marketing, because I did go through a little spree of doing all the research on the marketing and. Um, and all that side of things. And I just get too stressed out and I'm just like, I can't write if I'm stressed out. So I think, you know, I'm just going to focus on getting my books out there, getting them published and, and kind of slowly building a reader base, which is happening kind of organically. 
yeah. um, mostly through Instagram anyway. So I'm making some connections with really lovely people. That's how I met you um, yeah. as well. So I'm just like, I'm just going to take the journey as it comes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting that you're talking about that because that's that's the point I'm at at the moment with, um, you know, I, I have started trying to do a bit of marketing. I, I've been thinking about probably not doing too much and definitely not spending too much money on it mm. until I have second book out, third book out, because yeah. if you get people into it, you want to have some read through there. You want them to go on and buy the second book, the third book, um, which I don't have there yet. So that's mm. probably not point. But yeah, I, I was sort of the same as you. I started trying to do things and I started getting all a bit stressed out about the marketing and then went, well, hang on. The, the best thing to be doing is finishing that second book. Just get that done. You know, yeah. um, um, I will be probably asking some people a bit more about their marketing as, as I start to focus on that. But have, have you got mm. any sort of things that you, you tried that worked, didn't work or? Um, I found, and see, this is the thing where I don't know whether I'm just not doing it well enough or I didn't yes. kind of yeah. give it long enough before I called it quits. But I mean, I did try the, um, the Facebook and Amazon, I think it was Amazon ads, um, yes. and didn't have much luck there at all. Yeah. Um, admittedly, because as soon as it comes to opening one of the lectures or one of the, um, the webinars on on how to succeed in those my brain just freezes I'm like I don't understand this okay. um, but I think one thing that I found really successful is when the code of us came out um, I just put an open call out on Instagram um, for for kind of advanced readers um, yeah. and I was able to send the book out to I think 15 or so people um, and it was really lovely just getting the feedback from everybody and that was kind of its own sense of promotion in some way, yeah, but also yeah. community building. Cause like now most of those people are reading the underground or, you know, and then have moved on to the hub. So, yeah, um, and yeah. some of them are just like, send me whatever you read or tell me whenever you got something coming out. So for me, I think that's just, yeah, what I'm going to focus on. And, and like you said, when I've got, you know, for example, the full trilogy out, then I might invest again some time and kind of money yeah. in, in the ads because then that way you've got that flow on. Yeah. Um, I heard an interesting quote this morning actually, which was from somebody that was that is an author, but they have a marketing background. And they mm -hmm. said, um, you know, we, we know that 50% of marketing works, just nobody knows which 50% it is. You know, like so it's <laughs> like, you know, we know it's effective, but we don't really know which bit of it's going to be effective. You know, you could do mm -hmm. one thing um, that's just exactly the same as some other authors has, but, you know, it might be for a different group of people. They might not like your cover or they might not be reading in that genre and mm -hmm. they won't, you know, they might sell tens of thousands of copies and you might sell three, you know, so I guess we don't know. So It's kind of reassuring in a way, I suppose, because, yeah. you know, even if that's, you know, somebody who's knows marketing well it's all yeah. a bit of a guessing game so it makes me feel a little bit better <laughs> yeah even yeah even somebody that works in marketing knows that it always doesn't work so mm. <laughs> yeah. um so yeah um the the last little little bit i want to know is yeah so where where can people find out more about what you're writing and where can they get your books and find mm. out about you Okay. So I do have a website, um, yep. which is liveevans.com.au. Yep. Um, so I put just mostly information about the books. There's a very, very short bio, which we've covered more than that here anyway. Yep. Um, 
and there are links to where to buy um, my books as well on there. Otherwise, um, for the books themselves, the Black Veil Bookshop is stocking them. Yep. Um, and Amazon, I guess, is a kind of easy go-to as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, are you publishing wide, as in you're outside of Amazon? Yeah, well? yeah. So uh, technically it is available through um, through Dimmix and, um, you know, other kind of retailers. Um, yep. I'm, I'm assuming it would be a special order um, yeah. based on that. Um, but, yeah, so I think best best value is definitely like the Black Veil. Um, or yep. or I sell them myself as well. I don't have the online um, shop set up, but I use a Google yep. form and communicate with people. So usually send out yep. a signed copy and stuff like that as well. Okay. Um, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, can you tell me about Black, this is Black Veil? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's an online indie bookshop um, okay. based out of Perth. Okay. Um, and they've got so many cool things. Like when people ask, where to go whether to get the book from me or black veil i'm like it just depends because if you go through black veil you can combine postage and get a whole heap of cool indie books there um so yeah definitely worth it that's really interesting yeah yeah Yeah. um like yeah like i i guess we're we're both at that period where we're just trying to find any sort of connections with with indie authors and um, um yeah that's that's sort of really where we sort of met wasn't it we sort of uh did a little bit of a promotion not long ago. So, um, yeah, I, I think those kind of things are, are good ways to, to, you know, get things out there too, build that community, find other um, indie authors. I've been finding, um, especially in the Australian community, everyone's sort of pretty willing to help. I don't think mm-hmm. I've come across anyone that's really sort of said, oh, no, I won't, you know, read your book or I won't share your post or things like that. So... Yeah, I was really surprised with the giveaway as well because um, myself and Shalara Draper, um, we were like, you know, she had a book to give away and I was like, why don't we do a bigger one? And then so many authors jumped on it. I was really just impressed with how generous everybody was yeah. um, and just how excited everyone was. Like, yes, let's do this. You know, like it was yes. yeah. seeing the alerts on that um, on that message thread and, and just seeing how excited people were. And then for one person to be able to to get the books and – and, you know, to get the idea of, you know, so many Aussie indies, you know, yeah. it's just lovely. And yeah. the the lovely human who won it has been really great about kind of sharing information and, you know, sharing pictures. And it just worked out really beautifully, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and also, you know, we'll keep you know, my audience, the audience posted too about um, there's, there's now talk about we might turn that into some kind of, you know, uh, conference or something but so yeah that might build into something bigger in the future as well so that's sort of mm. exciting as well so yeah. yeah I think you know a lot of us are feeling that because um you know I know no 2020 it would have been there was a conference in Sydney called Babe and I think yep. I'm probably getting it the wrong way around but it's like books and ball gowns or anyway um you get dressed up in fancy dresses and go look at books and so my friends and I went to that and it was when I was walking through the aisles of Babe that I'm like, why don't I just self-publish? Like, you know, I've always wanted to write. And so I'm just like, I'm going to do it by this date and it's just going to happen. Um, and like, I've always gone to the pop culture com- cons and stuff like that. And so I was like really excited. I'm like, I'll get a table at a con and I can sell my books and I can meet people. And then, of course, everything happened with COVID. And so I know a lot <laughs> of other authors were like, well, there goes that plan, you know. Um, so, yeah, hopefully an online one would be nice. At least yeah. it's a kind of stopgap and a way to communicate with people <laughs> yeah yeah 
Um, that, that was sort of that sort of brought up a, another question for me. Um, so you're saying you know, self-publishing. Did you ever did you ever think about going down the traditional publishing route, or you just went straight to self-publishing? Um, look, I had a look at it, um, and it kind of got to the point where I was surfing through the different publishers, taking a list and, you know, looking at the requirements. My book was really long for a first novel. Um, so I think they don't like anything over a hundred K, usually not over 90. And so my first one at that point was 130 and I'm like, well, I'm not cutting 30,000 words just for these guys, um, which is a bit stubborn of me. Um, and I talked to a couple of friends who had self-published as well. Um, and I thought, look, I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker for the creative control. Um, I would be heartbroken if I kind of put it through and was told, can we get you to change this for the market? Which I know is probably a really great decision to sell books. But for me, like those characters, like my babies, I'm like, I don't want to cut things, Um, you know. So, and then I just thought, look, I can do it. You know, I'm I'm a really big DIYer. Like if I see something at the shops, I'm like, why am I going to spend $30 on that? I'll spend a million dollars on the supplies and make it for myself instead. Um, so, so for me, I was just like, you know what, I can handle this, you know, so I got through and I I love the process. Like my favorite thing to do when I'm procrastinating, when I'm writing is like making graphics or fixing up my website, um, or playing with the formatting software. So, um, yeah, I quite enjoy, enjoy the process and I like the control that it comes with. And I love the fact that, you know, we can hop on a place like Instagram and people will tag me when they write reviews or they'll reach out and send a message. And, like, you know, that's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and I like being able to have that kind of immediate contact with people. Yeah. And like, like you, you're saying, if, if you're treating it as, as a hobby, really, it's just an interest mm-hmm. in that you're doing as something to wind down, relax, and um, then it is good to be able to do all that stuff for yourself because you probably are finding it fun and mm. it feels in a few minutes here, a few minutes there. Um, I've sort of gone down a bit of a rabbit hole of, of doing some stuff on TikTok this week, but you know, okay. it's, it, there's not much happening there, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> I like it. It's like, oh yeah, you know, there are only 15 second videos. I'll do this or this. And so that's, <laughs> that's all a bit of fun. Um, and we're talking about, you know, it's, it is a big investment money wise for editing and, and covers mm. and things like that. But, um, you know, I've, I've been working at this for, you know, five, six years, the money I've spent on that, if, if, if it's actually probably a pretty cheap hobby, if I break it down over how yeah. much I've spent <laughs> over six years. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I feel the same way. It's like, you know, if I look at, you know, how much my sewing machines have cost me and how much fabric yeah. I've spent, I've bought and all that kind of stuff, or even as a reader, like I buy so many books, Yes. um, you know, and it's like, well, it's you know, you are paying for that interest, but also, you know, for the privilege of being able to share it with people and to get it to a point where you're comfortable sharing it with people. So, yeah. you know, and I, and like I said, you know, a couple of times already, it's for me, I'm not thinking of it as a business. Um, and that's a conscious choice at this point. Maybe I'll change in the future. Um, yeah. But yeah, just enjoying the ride really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Um, is there anything else you sort of want to add before we wrap it up? Oh, no, look, I just want to say thank you so much um, for reaching out and for chatting. Um, it's been lovely um, to connect with you. Um, yep. And I'm also really excited about Cinder and Black as well. It's on oh. my stalky to buy list. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for your time. And we'll, um, I'm sure we'll, we'll do some things in the future. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much, Max. Thanks, Liv. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
thank you again for listening. If you want to find out more about me or my books, please go to maxvictorbooks.com. And remember, that's Max with a double X. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash maxvictor. And remember, that's M-A-X-X-V-I-C-T-O-R. See you next time. Happy writing.